It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Yay, it's Friday. Yay. Still have a lot of work to do this week, though. Yeah, and the weather, I hope, will cooperate with us because I'll be, you know, you know me, I'll be bitter if it doesn't. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the weather's not supposed to come till like, 2 or 3 o'clock. So, like, right when the games would get started. So, we won't know beforehand, so we'll have to drive to our games. But that's fine because we have some good ones on the docket. And, um, well, offense, offense, and more offense, except for my game yesterday. <laughs> like, I actually got to see a decent pitcher's duel, a 5-3 to three game, which it's, is – It's the anomaly. It's not the norm. No, but I saw two young pitchers pitch well. It, it's 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 again it's it's not what's going on out there and no and we'll talk about this again i don't mean to be ad nauseum about it but just uh some of the things that are that are going on and uh, some of the numbers even just from yesterday there was a game that had 53 runs scored in it 53 a, a softball game yeah. 53 runs I bet, Brady, you could find a team out there in the last 20 to 25 years that had, like, 53 total runs in their season. Probably. Because they played a bunch of one nothing, 2-1, 2-0, 3. Like, 4-2 was a high-scoring game. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll talk about all that. You got to see a baseball game and uh, – yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just get right into it. Yep, we'll, we'll do that in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. 
they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast with Dennis and Brady. I'm going to let you talk about your softball game first because it was by far and away the lowest softball score uh, of the decade. So do you want to start with yesterday or do you want to go back to a Wednesday? Start, start with yesterday's. All right. So I saw two young pitchers go at it and pitched pretty well. Marine City went to Port here on high, and it was Jocelyn Dietland versus Izzy Trombley. And Izzy Trombley has kind of been the number two, uh, hasn't started a lot. I've only seen her, I think I see her pitched once in relief this year. Uh, so I saw them go at it, and it was a, it was a good battle. Marine City ended up winning 5-3. The Mariners put up two runs in the second inning when Ainsley Coleman and Avery Main went back-to-back singles. Sack Bunt got her over. Jade Blanchard then had an RBI single and another run scored on a pass ball. And then Izzy Trombley, the only other inning she had any problem was the fourth. She hit the first batter and gave up a single and then a two-RBI triple from Isabella Volkman scored the other two runs, and she ended up coming around to score when Olivia Volkman hit her in. So those are the five runs she gave up, but she struck out eight, she walked one, and she hit one. So attack the strike zone, 
and didn't give up a ton of hard-hit balls. Like, the, the hardest-hit one was the, the triple, but you, you see a lot of those. I mean, you, you wait for a home run in, in games, and mm-hmm. there was only one ball hit, and that was uh, that was Morgan James that I thought was going to get out. Jocelyn Dietland for Marine City, 10 strikeouts, only gave up three runs, only two earned, and only gave up three hits. The, the one inning that got her was the fourth. She walked Izzy Trombley to start. Then Emma Trombley roped a double into the right center gap, and then Morgan James missed a home run by six inches, hit off the top of the fence, and besides that, the only other hit she gave up was a single to Jordan Fiedler in the sixth that scored Izzy Trombley, who got on because of an error. So two young pitchers that I think these two teams, I said it on the broadcast, in two next year or in two years, they're going to be playing for a big league game. Like, there's a lot of freshmen. There's only three seniors on both teams combined, and they're all on PH. That's Emma Trombley, Morgan James, and Jaden DeLong, who are all good players, but there's a lot of youth coming up in these two teams. Okay, so five to three. Yes. Okay. Now, nothing else is going to make any sense. (laughs) All right, so my game yesterday uh, actually – uh, 12 to 2, Marysville beats Gross Point South. But I went into this thinking, okay, this is a big league matchup uh, and, and a really important game for both of these teams. And at the start, there was a lot of energy and a lot of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It really felt like, I'm going to say it, it, it kind of felt like a playoff game when the game started. But as soon as Morgan Winston... Megan. Ripped one, or Megan Winston, sorry, uh, I was looking at something else. Uh, Megan Winston ripped a home run over the fence and under the scoreboard at Marysville to make it four to nothing. And the Gross Point South coach came out and took out his pitcher and put in a freshman. Everything just kind of deflated, and it just turned into a Marysville massacre where they do what they do and they mash the baseball and get the cha cha line going, and bang, there's a hit. Bang, there's a hit. Bang, there's one up the gap. Bang, they're throwing the ball around, and Marysville's run the bases really well. And, and I mean, just uh, it, it just gets crazy uh, after a while. They had uh, five in the fourth inning to just blow the game wide open, and it ended up being a six-inning mercy with a, a walk-off hit by Megan Lenarski. Winston actually could have walked it off. But Coach Rathji was just like one base at a time, girls. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, rubbing it, rubbing it in. We'll we'll earn it. We'll we'll get the the run. Um, so it, it was just that uh, that kind of a a game. And I was actually like kind of disappointed because it was very exciting for about an inning. Yeah. And then Marysville did what the, the they do. How? And we were just talking about this off the air. How is Marysville like not ranked or not? an honorable mention in any yeah, of these polls like, we've been looking at. You look, and there are teams that are very well-deserving from the area um, in Division Two. Ha- well, Algonac got ranked there, and they're not even in Division Two. That's how good they are. But, um, yeah, not in Division Two necessarily, but, I mean, there are some good teams. North Branch and MLA City got honorable mentions. Those are good teams, but Marysville's handled MLA City. They've shown that they – 16 to 4. Yeah. Division three, I mean, we mentioned it before, Richmond's in there, and uh, among other schools, I'm not going to go through the whole list again. You can listen to the last podcast, but 
yeah, how does Marysville not get in a little more love and maybe they like flying under the radar? I mean, they're 12-3 and three on the year. You look through just the MAC, uh, the only other teams with only three losses that have played double-digit games, Anchor Bay 14-3, and three, which one of those three losses was to Marysville, and Centerline's 14-0, and, and, and they're in the gold. And besides that, uh, oh, sorry, Roseville's 10-3. and three. Marysville beat the leader of the MAC Red. 10 to 9. I I think they should be getting a little more love. Maybe they will with the next set of rankings, but I mean okay, they lost a couple of one-run games in in a, in a weekend tournament where I'm sure they weren't playing to win every single game and their one loss in league was a one-nothing bizarro world. Yeah. Uh that, loss. I, that I that I still would like to know what happened. Which by the way, yeah. Frazier is now the team to catch Marysville. They're five and two, Marysville six and one. And, and I like again, unless I saw a complete anomaly and the girl that pitched for Frazier the day I saw them against PH, like that's the only time she's pitched, but that was a twenty two nineteen game that PH should have won. Yeah. <laughs> they ended up losing, they should have won. But anyway, eighteen hits for Marysville yesterday. Every hitter in the lineup had at least one. You, you had uh, Winston with three hits, a home run, three RBIs. Megan Lenarski, three hits, two RBIs. Uh, Kate Westmiller, who might be the best leadoff hitter in the year. Well, I got Van Scooter yeah, leads was off. That, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, true leadoff hitter. Yeah. Van Scooter is the number four hitter leading off. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bomarito's a number four hitter leading off. Uh, West Miller, three hits, scored uh, two runs, a hit and two RBIs for Kirsten uh, Smith, who, oh, by the way, her pitching line, uh, two runs, four hits, two walks, 12 strikeouts. Not bad. So uh, they throw. Caitlin Kane had a hit, a walk, an RBI. Callie Perrin, two hits, two runs, an RBI. Uh, Walters, two doubles, an RBI. Brandy Bassett, a single, a double, an RBI. I mean, they, they, they rake. Every time I see them play, and they've got better pitching than pretty much anybody else I've seen play. Yeah. You know, their their one-two punch of Smith-Lenarski is better than, and I haven't seen everybody, but right. it's better than everybody I've seen. I mean, the, again, the names that come to mind, you mentioned Bomarito and Van Scooter yeah. are two good pitchers. But we don't know what their depth's like. Yeah. Uh, Clark is pretty good for yeah. Richmond. I mean, mm-hmm. Richmond's solid. But of the teams that I see regular, you know, we, we see Marysville softball at probably at least one game a week. Yeah. And, I mean, this is, this is a good team. And, and I look at this, and I'm not saying that the teams that are ranked are, aren't good. They are. Yeah. But so is this team. And it just kind of, you know, I just kind of go how, how, at least an honorable mention. Right, because because uh, again they're not beating up on bad teams, they're they're winning a league that that's a a, a decent league. Yeah, uh, for anyways, sure. That 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 was just me. Um, uh, other games from yesterday: Frazier beat Northern thirteen to seven. We'll talk more about this when we get into your game from the other day. Right. But Ali Shagney hit a grand slam and sets a new Husky single season home run uh, record. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the third segment because I brought something up to you pre-show that I think warrants more discussion. Yeah. Uh, Carrie uh, Carraway had a home run for Anchor Bay. I, I saw it, uh, too. Uh, somebody put it up on Twitter. Yeah. It was an opposite field 
atomic bomb. <laughs> uh, and Anchor Bay beat St. Clair 9-5. to New Haven over Sterling Heights 15-5. to So, I don't know. PH beat New Haven 15 to nothing in two and a half innings, and since then New Haven has scored 34 runs in their last two games. Softball doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. And then this was the the the, the doodle whopper. I'm going to make that a word today. All right. The, the, of of all doodle whoppers, Rochester Adams uh, went into the two minute drill and missed the last second field goal and lost uh, to uh, Elmont 28-25 in what had to be a football game yesterday, right? Couldn't have been a girls' softball game. 28-25, to 25, Brady. And people are going to tell me that there's not something going on. Uh, Sam Lead, four hits, two homers, four RBIs. Lydia Lacavera, four hits, a double, four runs scored. Sarah Hall, four hits, a home run, five RBIs. Gracie Koenig, four hits, a double, a triple, four runs, an RBI. Grace Johnson, four hits, three runs, two RBIs. Kendall Roshevsky hits her first career home run, drives in two runs. Izzy Thiessen, three hits, two runs, an RBI. Ellie Chapman, two hits, three RBIs. Devin Johnston, who might have 50 RBIs this season, three hits, three runs, four RBIs. Elmont had 30 hits, Brady, and according to the MHSAA website, that's too shy of the single-game record of 32. You just listed their starting lineup for the stats. 28-25 is ridiculous. I don't care if you have bad Yeah, pitching. and we don't even know what Adams did, but they scored 25 runs. How many hits and home runs did they have? I don't care if you have bad pitching. Like, you shouldn't give up. Like, 28-25 should never happen. Dennis, I could put a pitching machine there, and people could hit, and no disrespect to these girls, it's more about how ridiculous the bats are and how juiced they are than anything else. Like, seriously, five years ago, you put a pitching machine there, and you don't score 25 runs. You just don't. How do you score 25 runs and lose? How do you score 25 runs and not mercy the other team in three innings? I, I mean, I thought when I saw Cousin O beat Marine City 23-20, I believe was the score, that I'm like, all right, that's the most ridiculous score. Like, I beat you out by, like, two runs that day. And I'm like, all right, 43 runs. Nope, 53 apparently is the uh, is the watermark. Well, uh, two weeks ago, there was a 39-20 to game in the MAC. I think Fitzgerald beat tower or somebody something 39 to 20 let me see if i can find the exact i mean are are you kidding me almost 60 runs in one game that that's 29 20 was the score yeah there was a there was a 39 keep looking all right i think you're thinking of the 29 20 game because that's Fitzgerald over clintondale but i'll keep looking keep keep looking i'm pretty sure there was a 39 to to 20 game because i was talking about it with lincoln Lincoln and madison yeah there it is 39 to 20 because yeah the last time i uh because randy shagney and i talk about this every time i do a, a northern game he just shakes his head he can't believe how many runs are being scored and how far girls are hitting the ball and speaking of uh, his daughter is absolutely destroying the ball this year at you, Northern. Yeah, you you want, saw her hit a couple go, of dingers. You want yeah. me to go back to uh, Wednesday? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Ali Shagney, first two at-bats is a uh, – This is against PH. Yeah, against PH, a fly-out and a fielder's choice. So, I'm like, all right, going to be a quiet day for her. 
whatever. You can't. She was hitting six thirty four. I said coming into the game. So uh, well, I'll talk about this performance before I get into the game. Her second at bat, opposite field, bomb, forty feet over the fence. Oh, I don't know if it cleared the scoreboard. It was just to the left of it, bomb. Her next at bat, she hit the farthest home run I have seen, and that includes the one that Claire Borg hit at, uh, against Richmond. Dennis, I am not exaggerating. I think it pushed 300 feet. So the, the right field fence at Northern is 240. Allie Shagney's not a pole hitter. She's a left-handed hitter. Yeah, all of her power oh, is, is the other yeah. way. Yeah. That's fine. I I was the same way. You know, some left-handed yeah, hitters. Center field over yeah. to the the left field foul pole. Izzy Trombley hits the same way, yep. but Ali Shagney turned on one, and that ball. So in the right field, it's two forty. Already a really deep fence. So just to get it out there is a is a good poke. It absolutely carried. So you have the fence. You have all the grass. And then you have the brush pushed up against the fences for the the homes. Dennis, it one hopped the brush into the into the into the fence. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I do not think it's hyperbole to say I don't know if it would have gone out, but if she hits that on the baseball field, it gets to the fence at a minimum. It was the most ridiculous home run. Randy Shagney was at the third base. He turned and looked at me, and he was just like, holy crap, I have never seen that before. Like, it was ridiculous. It just kept going. And, and you know, I'm down the third baseline, so a ball hit away from you, it's kind of hard to tell off mm -hmm. the bat. Seriously, it was just not saying Allie Shagney's not a good hitter, but if she takes that swing five years ago at the bat, it still gets out, no doubt. But it doesn't go 300 uh, feet. Like, I mean, it's – and it makes a sound now. Yes. There are, there are some swings, and the bat hits the ball, and there is a sound, and you're like, it's crushed. It's gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. I, I, I can look down and read a book. I know that that ball is over the fence. So let me go over the rest of that game. Ali Shagney had two home runs in the game, went two for five on the day. Batting average dropped, slacker. Um, <laughs> had So had, I think, four, three RBIs on the day, four RBIs. Four RBIs. Yeah, four RBIs. Um, the, the, the Big Reds actually won this game 16-13. to 13. I'll go over. And there were five homers yes. in this game between the two The teams. other home run for Northern was, oops, that's the wrong game, was Megan Prangy got one over the left center fence. Uh, Jaden DeLong for the Big Reds. I'm just going to go down the batting order. Had two hits, including an RBI, two runs scored. Izzy Trombley went two for five with a single and a double, two RBIs. Emma Trombley went three for four with uh, three RBIs, three singles on the day. Uh, Morgan James, four hits, four for four with two RBIs and a double. Julia Gilbert hit uh, had four RBIs, including a home run, which she actually got hurt on. She swung so hard she hurt her shoulder. <laughs> she hit a bomb, too. Like, I, oh, that's gone, and then I see her, like, holding her shoulder. She played the field yesterday. She didn't hit, um, but doesn't look, hopefully, not too bad. But, yeah, think about that. That's kind of badass to swing so hard. <laughs> like, if you're going to get hurt. Yeah, what? She dislocated her shoulder or something. Uh, yeah, like she that. hurt her shoulder. But, like, 
out of all the sports injuries saying, I got hurt because I swung too hard and hit a home run. That's pretty <laughs> like you don't hope for an injury, but if you have to get one, yeah, that's not that's not the worst way to get one. So she had three hits on the day and four RBIs. Jordan Fiedler had a home run and a double. Big day for her. Uh, two RBIs. Savannah Kanya had two singles. Erica Huddy had a single, and Cami Trendy had a single. So everyone in the starting lineup got a hit for PH. They put up 16 runs in a victory. Uh, Northern, no slouches. Becca Larson, who we said deserves a little more love. Yeah, she, she deserves a lot of credit for the season she's having. Only went four for five on the day with an RBI. Bree Snyder had a single and a run score. I mentioned Allie Shagney. Miranda McNaughton, four for five. With an RBI, three runs scored. Megan Prangy had the home run. And uh, you had a, a, a two RBI single from Anna Hall. Uh, Abby Lanshute had a base hit. Brooke Snyder had a base hit. So, yeah, a really big day hitting. And it was, it was a fun game. And that was a nice win for PH, a young team trying to kind of find its identity. And to hold off Northern, we actually had a scoreless seventh inning. Northern put up five in the bottom of the sixth, and you kind of went, uh-oh. And PH got shut out in the top of the seventh. You're like, Northern's got a chance. They had three, four, or five coming up. And credit to Savannah Kanya in the seventh inning. Got Ali Shagney to fly out to center. Gave up a single to McNaughton. Prangy popped out. And uh, Brooke Snyder... Got a single, and then the, the final out was made. Uh, well, no, it was originally a single. Sorry. Officiating was one of the games that was a little suspect. Wrote it down <laughs> as a single, but it was a ground ball, and I don't remember who it was hit to, but they bobbled it, threw it over to first, and this would have had to go to replay, but, like, her heel came up as she stretched for it. It was bang, bang. I thought they got the call right originally. I thought the heel came up before she caught it. So the umpire, like, the play happens. Everyone looks to the umpire. He takes, like, three steps in, calls her safe. Immediately looks at the home plate umpire and goes, what do you got? And he goes, I had an out. And he goes, it's an out. And, and yeah, that's how the game ended. That was one of maybe four or five just head scratching calls but so Snyder actually sorry didn't have a single should have had a infield single but didn't and that's how the game ended but that was a nice win for the port here on high big reds uh, an eight inning fifth propelled them to that win but yeah five home runs on the day and I'm trying to remember which home run hit it it was either um it was either the Fiedler home run or the uh one from Prangy but one of them hit the EBW truck out in left center field. <laughs> Got it off the top. And, again, hey, word of the wise, if you go to Northern for a softball game, don't park in that front row. I think I saw half a dozen cars get hit with a softball. Wow. It's the danger zone. Uh, I'm going to give you two more scores from Wednesday. Anchor Bay 15, Lance Cruz North 5, uh, and Centerline beat New Haven 10-9. to So we just gave you nine softball scores. From Wednesday and yesterday. Mm -hmm. Nine softball scores. 197 runs scored. 21.8 per game. Now, I realize it gets skewed by the Elmont 
game having 53 Yeah, but you also, I also had a game with eight. But you had a game with eight. Yeah, eight was the lowest scoring combined total in nine games. So it was 29, 20, 19, 14, 8, 20, 14, 20, and 53. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's get to talking about softball because, again, in the third segment, we're going to kind of talk about how the bats might have a lasting effect and maybe not so much. But we had some baseball scores. Marysville keeps pitching well, and, well, we'll get into it next segment. Well, for safety purposes, the game will go virtual in the next 10 years (laughs) so a pitcher doesn't get destroyed by a line drive. Uh, We'll be back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. 
Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Let's go back to Wednesday to start uh, baseball uh, because I did see some pitching. Yes! <laughs> and, and this is me. I like offense. You do. I like offense. I like home runs. Yeah, we're kind of opposites. Like, I usually like a more defensive game, no matter what the sport. Like, I don't mind seeing a, a 42-40 basketball game. You're like, no, give me 75-70. Yeah, I like points in basketball and knocking down threes and dunks. Uh, I like goals in hockey, 8-7. Goalies hate me. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, you know, 8-7 uh, kids getting hat tricks and having big games uh, in, in baseball and softball. I like seeing home runs. Mm. I like seeing home runs, and in football, give me the high-scoring game. There you go. Give me the teams that throw it all over the field and running backs that break off 25-yard runs and, and big plays. I love it, but, like, even I, at a point, am like, what is just going on here? Like, Because for a long time, folks, I've been doing this for three decades, three decades. Decades. You probably see, and more I home didn't runs. see five girls hit a ball over the fence the first twenty-eight years I was doing it. I remember Not five. Remember what? Two years ago, you were like, "I don't know what happened, but girls are bombing the ball out now." Yeah, and I, and I saw about fifteen to twenty home runs that season. I've seen over thirty. You're probably close to forty home runs this year. Anyways, and, and the boys, I've seen three, and one of them was an inside the park home run. <laughs> So uh, I did Marysville Frazier on uh, Wednesday and got to see Maceo Miller pitch. It was his start after the perfect game. So unlike you who would have gone in there expecting to see another perfect game, I didn't expect to see a perfect game, but it was a little disappointing when the very first batter of the game comes up, hits a 70 trillion hopper through the grass to short and beats out the throw to first for an infield single like right away, yeah. It's like, oh come on, couldn't you even just give me an inning or two yeah. of to to go? Ooh, but uh, he followed that up with strikeout, strikeout, pop up. Then he hit a guy. Then it was strikeout, strikeout. Meyer picked a guy off of first base for a, a bizarre double play. And then it was strikeout, ground out, single error, strikeout, strikeout, ground out, strikeout, ground out, ground out, strikeout, 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 single, fielder's choice. Fly ball to end the ball game. A complete game, three-hit shutout, 
with 13 strikeouts, didn't walk anybody. Not bad. So he's, what is that for the last two games? 27 strikeouts? 27 thir- strikeouts. In 13 innings? In 13 innings. Isn't that something? So he's striking out two an inning. Yeah. More than two an inning. And, and like, he, he, you know, he throws hard. He's got a great breaking ball. But it wasn't like the day you described the perfect mm-hmm. game where he had this incredible movement. He was good. He just he was too good for Frazier, and, and and he just challenged guys and blows them away. He he, he throws strikes. He's a strike throwing machine, and and he got some offensive support from his uh, team, you know, which has been an issue for Marysville. They banged out twelve hits in this game and scored six uh, runs for him. Uh, Larry Smayfield was Larry Smayfield a double. Drove into. In fact, uh, go back and, and listen to the, uh, the the third inning. Miller leads off with a single. He steals second. The count is two and zero on on Smayfield uh, after he steals second. And as, as the pitcher is getting the ball back from the catcher, I am saying on the air, I would walk Larry here. I just give him first base. I would not throw this kid a strike two zero. And he threw him a strike, and Larry raked it out into the left center field gap for a run-scoring double. And as he's standing on second, I said, I told you I wouldn't have pitched to him. <laughs> make the next guy beat you. Yeah, get the double play in order, too. Yeah, make the next guy uh, beat you. But the next guy, Ryan Ferguson, had two hits in the game and drove in a run. Uh, John Herterby's had a couple of uh, hits. Colin Richards had a single and a triple, drove in a run and scored a run. He also had a walk, so he got on uh, three times. Um, Vagy with an RBI double and a run scored. And Kyle Nagan hitting in the nine spot had two hits, including a double down the left field line, Brady, that was maybe eight feet short of the fence. He one-hopped the fence. Really? Yeah. And, and you know that, that Nagan's not a guy that we associate as a power hitter. Right. He's, a, he's a pest. He's a gnat. Mm-hmm. He's an energy guy. Um, Spark and, plug. And, and, and he, he crushed it, and then he went brain dead and tried to steal third base while the pitcher was looking <laughs> at him. And, uh, yeah, that, that was that was an inning <laughs> that Coach Dolman probably wishes he was at home with the baby and didn't see because <laughs> Nakin doubled. And then, yeah, the pitcher's looking right at him, and he started running for third base and, and got uh, gunned down. And then uh, Zach Meyer singled, and, and they, they put a runner in for him, and Maceo Miller popped up in foul ground to the first baseman over by the dugout. Mm. And and the kid tagged and tried to take second, and he got thrown out. I think I said to you the other night, like, the length of eight football fields. Yeah. Like, he, he was out by a lot. <laughs> yeah. You said <laughs> coach was at third base just looking at his kids going, what in the world? This is not how I taught you. <laughs> but they still got the win. They got so, the 6 nothing. So you win, can laugh so. about it yes, because of can. that. You absolutely if, can. If you lose that game one nothing, you're you're – yeah, it's a little different conversation, <laughs> but you won. And it's just like, come on, guys. I know um, you're better than this. Yeah, I've seen the two kids you told me. I've seen them run the bases. They do a good job. They're like two of the better base runners. Yeah. Just sometimes that happens. But Marysville now moves in the MAC. Uh, they're, 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 what, they're still chasing two games from Utica, uh, but they're 6-3, and 10-6 and six overall. A really good team, and you want to run down the other scores? Do well, you want to I talk just about let, let, like real, real quick in this series. So you had a one hitter, one hit shutout from Smayfield on Monday. Mm-hmm. Then on Wednesday, Miller throws a three hit shutout with thirteen strikeouts, 
And then uh, yesterday, uh, the the starter went uh, five shutout uh, innings. Let me look at that real quick. They beat Frazier seven to one, and the starter went five shutout uh, innings. And then uh, uh, Richards, Richards. Uh, so I, I I mean, so for the first what nineteen innings of the series, they didn't allow a run, and they gave up one run <laughs> in the series. Stupid. And they won. They won yesterday's game seven to one. That's stupid. Like. I I know Frazier's not the best team, but they're still a high school baseball team that they're they, they've won six games this year. They're not completely inept, and you they've hope, got a couple guys I like. I like their shortstop, Brett Anderson, and then but they, you hold them scoreless for nineteen innings. Are you kidding me? They it's actually crazy. yeah, Frazier actually out hit them nine to eight, but um, other scores. From around there, if there's anything else you want to mention about uh, Marysville. No, go ahead. Northern did a nice job bouncing back with uh, a win over Warren Cousineau. They beat them 5-3. to three. Uh, they, they needed that one, uh, I believe. Is that, was that the final game of the series? Um, or did they take uh, they were th- scheduled to play yesterday. I didn't see a score. Um, let me check. I thought that they were. Uh, no, I guess. No, they don't have a score reported. So I don't know if something happened at Cousineau. So, but that was a nice win for them back on on Wednesday. St. Clair, um, yeah, they got the the, the message after um, last week beating Lance Cruz uh, three times this week to to sweep them. That's yeah. Well, they took a double header on uh, Wednesday, two nothing. Luke Murkaw, a one hitter with ten strikeouts in game one. Uh, and they won game two, six to four. Bleasdale uh, scattered five hits and struck out seven. Yeah, and then uh, yesterday, where is it? Oh, yeah, six to three victory over Lance Cruz. So, so they, they are up. tied with Ford, who finally dropped a game. <laughs> uh, they're both eight and one in league. So now you got a chance. Gross Point North lost uh, yesterday. Anchor Bay beat them five to three. Anchor Bay's a good team. Which Anchor Bay is four and four, but I think next week the two series we're gonna have a lot of is Anchor Bay St. Clair and uh, Marysville PH. That Anchor Bay series should be a good one. Uh, North had won seven five on Wednesday in that uh, series. Utica took two from PH on Wednesday, fourteen uh, nothing in game one. Game two was eight to six, uh, and Lamphere took two from Marine City. Marine City's bats went cold on Wednesday, three nothing and five one. The Rams won those games after what Marine City had, had clubbed them on Monday. Yeah. Uh, good news for Marine City, though. Lakeview lost to Warren Mott, so they're only a game back of both Lampier and Lakeview. Unfortunately for the Mariners, they do not control their own destiny in the Matt Gold. Uh, Elmont over Clarkston Everest 5-4 to four yesterday, and then again going back to Wednesday, uh, Mooney uh, was just slaughtered Detroit Crystal Ray 12 nothing and 15 nothing. Uh, and the doubleheader totals for the uh, Cardinals, uh, Blake uh, Lutzke, three hits, five RBIs. Trent Rice, four hits, two triples, four steals, four RBIs. Got him down for 94 hits. Yeah, that's, yeah, a typo. that's a typo. T- uh, Tom Rice, three hits, four RBIs. Ryan Trombley, three hits, four RBIs. And Nathan Super went four, uh, giving up no runs and striking out ten in one of those wins. Yeah. That's... Which also, we talked about the, the one-and-one count. We didn't realize at the time that the MHSA had blocked 
other leagues from using it because the Catholic League was grandfathered in because they've been doing it for a million years. And we're just like, why? Yeah, I mean, if if something makes sense, like what, use what, it. Like, like again, so what? They, they they've been using it for a thousand years. Big deal. Let somebody else use it. Yeah. And the the one coach we talked to, they go, okay, when we match up with them in the playoffs, their pitchers have thrown 200, 300 less pitches throughout the season because they've started with a one in one count. And, and and you would think because we're not smart, no. We're we're just a couple of knuckleheads that shout yeah. and scream about sports and give opinions. Mm-hmm. You got people that are supposed to be smart that organize this stuff and look at the that somebody would have realized that that this is a huge advantage for that reason. Right. And and, and not just I mean, let each league decide if leagues and if you even want to keep the the, the playoffs start with an OO count, that's fine. And if your league games want to be OO, okay, that's fine, but Again, there's no reason why teams shouldn't be allowed to go, okay, we're playing two non-league games on Saturday. Let's just do a 1-1 count, get the games moving, and, and don't kill our pitching. I don't know why that's not allowed. So that was just something we found out and something that made us raise our eyebrows. Yeah, I just, again, some, sometimes you hear stuff and you go, why? Why is it like that? Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Or say this, grandfathered or not, everybody's going to, one way or another, make it uniform for everybody in every league. Right, because it's not like a little quirky rule that no one cares about, like, like I, I don't know, like a uniform rule or like something dumb like that that doesn't really matter. No, you can gain a competitive advantage from that. Yeah, that, that whole thing, and I, I hadn't really thought about the whole how, how much less stress it is on pitchers over the course of a season, and then when you get to playoff time, everybody's mixed together. Mm-hmm. Catholic League teams don't play their own – well, I mean, they have a Catholic League playoff. Right. But, I mean, when the state tournament begins, Brother Rice, De La Salle, whoever, are in groups with public schools. Public schools. Everyone else. And the public school pitchers have thrown a lot more pitches than the Catholic League pitchers again, because of the – the count rule. And again, if the Mac wants to go ahead and stay with an OO count, that's fine. That's their prerogative. I'm not saying one's better than the other because you could also argue that playing with a 1 1 count all year, you finally have to go OO. That's going to mess things up. You're not going to, that's going to change things. And but, in the playoffs, the Catholic League teams have to play the regular count. Right. So what's the big deal? Make them do it during the regular season or just saying, hey, we think the 3 2 idea is good for the kids' arms. Let's. Let's do that right. for everybody. It's just something that just doesn't make sense. Like, let each league decide. Again, like Marine City, they've been playing a lot of BWAC games uh, on Fridays to try to get more games in. Let, let them start with a 1-1 count. Why? Why not? Again, you don't have to go to your ninth pitcher sometimes to get games in, and, and it's just more enjoyable. It's more enjoyable for the fans. Kids have to go up there hacking. You can't sit there and wait and – yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I've rambled on long enough about it. Any other baseball scores do you want to give? No, no other baseball scores, but hey. Your we, favorite part we, of the, we, the we show. We had a ton. Wednesday was busy. 
for uh, soccer. So uh, out on the uh, pitch, you had uh, Port Huron defeating Marine City 3-1. to Cousineau over Northern 2-0. Marysville beats Sterling Heights 4-1. to St. Clair a 1-0 winner over Lake. That's soccer talk. I was waiting. <laughs> I thought you were going to wait till the end. <laughs> Keep New, going. New Haven over Fitzgerald 8-0. Armada 3, North Branch 2, Elmont 4, Richmond 2, Elginac beats uh, Imlay City 9-1. Memphis over K-Pac 2-0. And uh, Landmark with an 8-2 victory. Victory over New Haven Merritt. That's the soccer talk. That's the soccer talk for the day. <laughs> and, and, and folks, I'll give you more than scores. I just need more information. Tell me who scores your goals. <laughs> Tell me who's getting the shutout. Dennis at GetStuckOnSports.com. Really easy to uh, do, real simple. Just make sure your information's accurate or we have to come and look for you. <laughs> anyway, that's the soccer talk for the that's day. That's the soccer talk uh, for the uh, day. Uh, and uh, Brady and I always like to debate something in the, uh, the final segment, and we'll do that when we come back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 988 
877-287-2185. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Getting a little philosophical there during the uh, the break. That was out of nowhere. Anyway. You were the one that brought it up. Anyway. um, So... We talked about in the first segment how ridiculous the offense is, and you talk to any coach, and they're like, yeah, you got to do something to help out the pitchers, to slow down the offense, something. Because, again, it's just been ridiculous. Allie Shagney's a really good player, and she's been hitting bombs. But she's also playing at the perfect time to do this. Like, I'm sure there are players that coaches can name from the 90s and 2000s or even the 80s that were good power hitters in their day but probably only hit three home runs in their career because there are girls that probably played that probably never hit one over the fence Mm -hmm. who would hit 10 now yeah so what we what you're assuming is there's going to be action shaking maybe not this year but in the next couple years right you're going to assume that that you're going to see records that are going to be set because Allie Shagney's what halfway through her season, 60% of the way through her season. Is it fair to say she's going to hit half a dozen more home runs? She could. So she might double, she might double the home run record at Northern, which is a ridiculous thought. And again, really, really nice player, but I don't know what it would be like if every player in Northern history played with in, in these conditions. Anyway, so she might double it. They deaden the bats in two years, three years. No Nobody one's going to touch, touch that it. record. That's going to be one. You might as well get the chisel out and put it in the wall in the gym at Port here on Northern because no one's breaking it. Emma Trombley set the RBI career record without her junior season. Think about that. And she did it like in the second week of her senior year. So essentially did it in 
two years plus a week or so. She did have a 10 RBI game. That helps. Yes. <laughs> but, again, she hit two home RBI runs. 10 RBI game. Jeez. She hit two home runs that day. And she, every game, she's adding two, three, four more onto the record. She's going to beat it by 50 RBIs, Dennis. And that record, if they deaden the bats, will never be broken. And that's not a, an argument to say don't do it. Because the other thing, you have to worry about the girl's safety. Some, like... These line drives are coming out hot off the bats. If I'm the third baseman or the first baseman, my coach goes, hey, she might bunt, bring it in. Like, if I'm playing Richmond and Shea Van Scooter's up leading off, and they go, hey, she's got wheels, bring in the bunt. I'm turning. I'm putting one finger up in particular and going, no, I don't want to die. I, I, I'm good back behind the bag on the yeah. outfield grass. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm going to play the hot corner. Um, thank you for your suggestion. No. Um, if, if she wants to bunt, I'm going to say thank you because that's, that's better than uh, watching her trot around the bases. Yes. So, anyway, and you see other – I'm sure Claire – I don't know what the home run record is at St. Clair. Borg has to be close to it. And she's a sophomore, so I don't know what the career record is, but if she, her bats are like this the whole time, she's going to obliterate it. Because I can't imagine the career home run record is any higher than, like, 15 to 20, and that's probably... you think it's even that, that Yeah, I would say I'm probably overestimating. It, it could be 10 or less. Yeah, so she's going to hit 10 this season. Again. I mean, stop and think about it, too, because not everybody always has had fences either. Right. So you've had power hitters that have had to hit on an open field, basically. Yeah, so everything you hit was an inside-the-park home run. Or a triple because you get held up. But anyway, yeah, you look at these stats, and, and I'm sure Marysville is going to set their team record for home runs in a season. I'm sure one of the girls, uh, Callie Perrin's probably going to challenge that record. So, I, so okay, let's say they don't change it this season because they go, you know what, girls didn't get to throw in the off season. They were behind for a while because you know yeah which is another theory that i heard that makes sense that like you can go and hit anywhere like hitting in a gym is you're just hitting right and but it's different with with the pitchers and and how they can do their routine right so let's say they let it go for two or three more years before they either change the bats or, or do something to give the pitchers an advantage like seriously there are going to be records that are going to be untouchable untouchable think like i want to know i'm gonna we need to find out what like the career home run records are at these schools and see what these girls are at right now i'll just 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 some examples because uh, okay so marysville kate westmiller maybe not but um kirsten smith can hit the ball out of the park avery walters can hit the ball out of the park callie perrin can hit the ball out of the park Caitlin Kane can hit the ball out of the park. Anna Alls can hit the ball out of the park. Brandy Bassett can hit the ball out of the park. Megan Winston can hit the ball out of the park. Probably Megan Lenarski could hit the ball out of the park. Avery Woodard. Yeah, Woodard and West Miller are your more prototypical yeah, the, old the, school the, softball. They run up and slap the ball, but anymore. I've seen girl remember Mackenzie Fleming? Yeah. Not much bigger than Kate Westmiller. I saw her hit one over the scoreboard at Marine City. Yeah. It's it's just ridiculous at this point, and like seriously, I don't know what you do. 
if you deaden the bats, you can't you can't move the fences out because now you're asking every school to change infrastructure in their in their high school. You can't. What are you going to do? Move the mound closer? I mean, at, at Northern, you you've got Ali Shagney, Miranda McNaughton, Megan Prangy. They they've all hit the ball over the fence this year. Uh, before her career is over, Mackenzie Shagney will be hitting home runs. Mm-hmm. Um, Larson could probably hit the ball out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of just kind of go through her. all of Van Clair's Van line Scooter, of- uh, two home runs in the game that I saw. Piper Clark hit, hit a home run. Uh, Amadar hit a home run. There, there's probably at least two other girls in that lineup uh, that could hit. Uh, Look at home PH. Runs. Both Trombleys have home run power. James DeLong, Fiedler, all can put it out of the park. And I guess the question is: Is this a bad thing? Well, when you're you need to tone down the offense a bit. Like, yes, it's Something. fun and it's great, but... Borg's a home run here. I bet Maddie Cole can hit the ball. I saw off. her hit one. She came off the bench freezing. It was like it was 30 degrees out that day, and she comes off the bench cold, hits a pinch hit home run over to the center yeah, field. There, there's six kids on North Branch that can hit the ball. <laughs> Do you remember when they used to put up snow fences to make the, the field smaller so yeah. there was chances of home runs? Yeah. I mean, that's – anyways. They might have we, to move- – We, we, we kind of casually said something about a home run derby uh, a couple of weeks ago or yeah. a week ago, or, and I'm like, what 200 kids are you going to invite? Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, but that that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And sometimes fun. Yes. I mean, it is fun. <laughs> I mean, it is fun. Like, that, when they hit him, I get excited. And well, like, it, the, the nice part is knowing that every time a kid comes up, she's got a chance to happen, put it over yeah. the fence. Like, no one's out of a game. That's the nice part. But some of these pitch, poor pitchers, there's nothing they can do. And I've seen a couple umpires start to expand the zone a bit. But for the most part, they're keeping it pretty standard and – well, when you can't pick a corner, you got to catch a lot of the plate. When you catch a lot of the p- plate, you're asking for a new softball. Uh, if you barrel up any ball, I, I don't care who you are, if you barrel up any ball with these bats, you've got a chance to hit it hard someplace. Mm-hmm. So that's just And they who- work at it. You know what? Uh, I, I don't want to discredit anybody. or it, It's different. They play travel ball year-round, uh, and, and these girls work at it. Like I, just watching Marysville warm up yesterday – uh, and Coach Ratchie working with them in the batting cages and all that. These girls work at it, and they take good swings. And the other thing is it's the, the, the approach. No more you're just trying to find a gap. No, they're going up, and they're swinging to hit a double, hit a home run. They're not trying to just small ball their way around. And they're around. going with pitches because they hit them out opposite field. They hit them out to center field. So I don't think it's – It's comp- not draw a walk and then two bunts and steal and, home. Yeah, and hope, yeah, hope there's a pass <laughs> ball. So, no, you're right, Dennis. We do have to give credit where it's due because these girls are taking a different approach. They are taking – I don't want to say more seriously than in the past because, I mean, there's always been travel ball. But. It's just, everything is, is different, yes. and, and the, they have advantages, but they're taking advantage of these advantages by putting the work in. Mm-hmm. Like you still have to make contact with yeah. it. You still you don't. I mean, you don't get a lot of cheap ones. Like I think I've only seen like one wall scraper this year. But yeah, it's just something that like you just go back and look. I want to say it was probably like 
2012, the last time baseball deadened the bats. Just go look at the home run stats from that year and then to the next year. You'll see kids that hit nine home runs the, the, that year. The next year they hit one. Yeah, uh, and it's it, it's going on in the major leagues too. Like the what's going on is ridiculous. <laughs> so it's everywhere. So. Enjoy it. I guess enjoy it until somebody does right. get fed up with it. Just And, yeah, if, if you're sitting in there, you're, you're listening with another coach, a teammate or something, just have that discussion. Should they deaden the bats? I mean, I know the players are all like, heck no, but the pitchers, I'm sure they're like, <laughs> like well, yeah. a lot of the pitchers I see are the ones hitting the home runs. That is true. <laughs> so, And that's what makes like what Kenna Bomarito did the other day when she threw the no-hitter. That's maybe the most impressive feat of the season, and we've seen some pretty impressive feats. But for a softball pitcher to throw a no-hitter right now this season uh, and against a good offense, Mm -hmm. that might be even more impressive than Maceo's perfect game, than Singleton scoring 43 or whatever it was, uh, than anything we've seen. That might have been the most impressive feat when you factor in what's going on offensively in softball right now. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my spiel. And I'm, I'm, I'm out of it. Do uh, you want to tell them where we're at unless the weather uh, screws us over? Yeah, uh, unless the uh, weather uh, destroys us, well, we've got a lot of softball coming up for you this weekend. I've got a doubleheader in Croslex uh, tonight while uh, Brady starts the Algonac Tournament which will be at uh, two different locations, but you'll be in Algonac tonight. So I've got Cassidy Croslex, doubleheader starts at four. Brady, uh, you've got Marine City, Algonac, Port Huron against Troy Mm -hmm. uh, at Algonac. And then on Saturday, seven games for you. I'll be in Algonac for four. Brady will be in Marysville for the other three, all part of the same tournament. But we'll have Algonac, Port Huron, Marysville, St. Clair, right at 9 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be a good start. Then it's Marine City, Troy, Armada, Marysville. Then it's Algonac, Troy, Marysville, Lakeview. Uh, and then I got the extra game there, Marine City against Port Huron in a rematch. Mm-hmm. Bet I don't see a 5-3 game. <laughs> Probably not. But <laughs> anything else you got for them before we head out to the weekend? I, I think I'll just say uh, everybody have a great weekend, and uh, thanks for listening. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.